Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Pete Zayas. Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com uh, and enter Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Pete, we are in July. We are. Doesn't feel like a normal July, does it? Normally, we'd be talking about who the Lakers just signed. Mm-hmm. And we kind of can, right? They just yeah. signed J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the Lakers have opened. Could you imagine like how bummed we would be if they opened free agency by signing J.R. Smith? <laughs> I mean, we had a couple of those. Uh, I saw a couple of... Uh, Timofey Mozgov has agreed to <laughs> four years, $64 million deal retweets going on today because it was the anniversary, right? So, yeah, it, it, uh, it wouldn't be the first time. Do you remember where you were when that happened? Oh, I, I do. I was, I was, uh, I was a young Laker film room and very eager to cover my first off season for, I had mm-hmm. only been doing this for a couple of months and uh-huh. I was so excited cause we had so much cap space and boy, were we going to make a dent in free agency? And yeah, then that tweet. And I was like, I, I remember I tweeted, I was like, this is not the video that I wanted to make. Oh, I remember that tweet. Yeah. That was just a couple months after I started with LFR. And that was in response to the Mozgov sign. Did you make the video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I was doing that video. I did a video on how E fits in the Lakers, right? Uh, you know, girls stretch big uh, that did not make the final cut. Jose Calderon, and I liked rolling the R's as an inside joke. I, I would always like really put some extra hot hot sauce mm-hmm. on the on the R uh, as an inside joke with a friend, and like I would get like increasingly more absurd from one video to the next because I mean, <laughs> Yeah, so of course, yeah, I did a I did a Moscow video for sure. I remember I was in Havasu and so this was this would have been four years ago, right? So this is pre-locked on Lakers. Um and I was in I was in Havasu and that morning uh I I just decided to wake up that morning and go fishing with my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, and my father-in-law. We're out there on the lake and I had really bad service and uh, but we went into this like one patch where I had decent service and I got like all my Woj bombs at the same time and all my Twitter notifications (laughs) at the same time. And I like my phone's just going off and uh, it was connected to the Bluetooth. So it was just like, ding, 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 you know, and my, my, you know, brother, sister and father-in-law all go, Fred, what is going on with your phone? And I go, Oh, it's NBA free agency. I didn't see who we signed. So I look, and this is also back, by the way, when I would say we about the Lakers, but I go, I go, huh. And I like put my phone down and, and my brother-in-law goes, oh, that bad. <laughs> it's that bad. <laughs> and I remember like that was, and that was like a day where you had some like randos who were like, oh, it's not going to be, come on, Moscow can't be that bad. It's, it can't be that bad a signing. And I'm like, this is an unmitigated disaster. Like, Mitch, I was I was already on the hashtag fire Mitch train. That was it. It was a it was a rough off season for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, today's show, we are not going to be going down that memory lane. We are going to actually uh, spend one of these shows where we dive through or, or kind of swim through the silver screen and roll headlines here. Uh, so let's start with this one. 
Uh, Frank Vogel says Lakers believe Dwight Howard wants to play in Orlando. And I say this because there is still legitimate question about whether or not he's going to be able to go. Pete, what did, what do the Lakers do if, if he decides not to go? That'd be a big loss, especially in conjunction with Avery. Right. I think that that's one key piece, especially defensively on the two most important levels of the ball that, you know, you know, maybe, maybe Crusoe getting a few more minutes, you know, we can cover for Bradley and what Bradley brings to the table. I don't think there's a Dwight replacement on the Mm -hmm. roster, um, like somebody who could conceivably fill that same role. Uh, because even, you know, JaVale is a traditional five, but JaVale's more spry, right? Like he he is not as beefy as, as Dwight is right. Like he's not as physical as Dwight is in, there we just don't really have another guy like that on the roster and you know you could say oh well what about boogie well you know boogie's had some health issues right like that i think yeah it, depending on him and he's be, a different player like, right he's and and he's already said player. and and boogie's already said that he's not shooting mm-hmm. for that right so um just yeah there's there's really no it, it would hurt quite a bit to lose dwight i would go so far as to say that if dwight decided not to play you know, or, or or was still kind of going back and forth on on whether or not he wants to play. I wouldn't want the Lakers to replace him. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would leave that spot open so that, like, say they get to the second round of the playoffs, then Dwight's family is technically allowed to go, and he can take care. Because the reason he's kind of going back and forth on this is because he's concerned about his daughter, mm-hmm. whose uh, mother passed away during uh, not i don't believe from coronavirus but but during uh all of this stuff while everything has been kind of going on and you know he's he's concerned about taking care of her which like by the way we shouldn't need those explanations and it's completely dwight's choice and i you know i think we should all support him no matter what he decides here uh but i would i would if i were the lakers i don't think there's a a player on the market who would replace Dwight. So I would probably just, I would just say, you know what, man, take your time. You have that roster spot. If you ever change your mind and then hope that he does, you know, from, from a basketball standpoint. Yeah. Cause you're not going to find anybody that really approximates what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick second here. And when we come back, we're going to keep on with some of these headlines. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Uh, here's something interesting. So chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and then do-it-yourselfers. Cool thing about rockauto.com is their prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Uh, rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or any account login. So if you're looking for any kind of a part and you're concerned that, hey, am I do I have access to this part at this price point compared to anybody else out there? No. Everybody has the same access to the same part at the same price, regardless of what kind of background you have. 
So again, rockauto.com is a family business serving parts uh, customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices on rockauto.com are always reliably low. Like I said, no matter who you are. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in there, how did you hear about us, box, so they know we sent you. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right, next headline here. So Rob Palenka gave one of his just absolute trademark pressers, uh, which was really fun to follow along both in the silver screen and roll slack and uh, on Twitter. And then, you know, every time Rob Palenka says anything, I usually get two or three DMS from people saying like, this guy's like still, he's still doing that. Huh? We're still going there. Huh? Uh, But he gave a quote here about how he wants the Lakers to, approach their seeding games and i'll read uh quote i think because there is no home court advantage i think the thing that teams will be looking at the most in terms of how uh in terms of teams that are in the playoffs is how will matchups look i think that's something that will be uh we will clearly have our eye on but i think the goal is to use those games to get back to a winning mindset to look to uh, uh, the implications on seeding and then to physically and mentally ready ourselves to be back in peak form for when the first round of the playoffs start. Uh, I, I completely agree. I I don't think there's, because there's no real home court advantage. I don't really see the point in trying hard. I would, I would just, I would mostly just focus. All right, let's just get our, let's get our legs on uh, under us and get healthy for, for whenever the playoffs start. Well, part of what he said too, though, is getting back to a winning mindset, right? And that's going to come with playing hard. It's difficult to flip that switch, right? To go Mm -hmm. from, as much time off as they have to casually playing basketball to holy crap, we're in the playoffs. Right. And right. that's just a, there's a steep incline at some point. If uh, So I, that's what I would be looking to do is so, yeah, think of it as like a, as an incline, as opposed to a, a steep incline, as opposed to a ramp. Ideally, the last eight games are a ramp where, mm-hmm. you know, you just build up a little more, a little bit more, a little bit more until you're, uh, you're ready for the playoffs. Then maybe the last game, right? Maybe you sit some guys, make sure you're healthy. But I do think that, that escalating things in a healthy way is going to be important. This is where seating is really important. I think I, I would be really bummed if the Lakers slipped down to the two seed, because I think there's a pretty clear distinction between the teams that are going to be in the seven spot and the eight spot in the West. Like there's gonna, I think there's a there's a there's a bit of a gap there between the caliber of teams. So I, you know, for me, all from from beyond what you're talking about, I'm not disagreeing with with what you're saying. I'm saying, on top of that, I would really prefer that they win. You know, the two or three games that it's going to take to win to to get into the to the top spot because I don't want to have to play against like Dallas in the first round because then. I, then you can use, then you can use, like, if you're playing, who's it going to be? Memphis, probably, either Memphis or, or New Orleans. Like, you can use those games still as kind of tune up games. 
you can still, you know, compared to going up against like facing Luca in the first round of the playoffs, I just, I would much rather, I would do whatever it takes to avoid that. Yeah. I, I personally, I, I think the Lakers are going to be okay in the first round, no matter who they play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're, you know, now mind you, these are the such bizarre circumstances that a lot of certainty and things like that can go out the window. Maybe, maybe a team led by a young guy like that has a great advantage. We don't know. We ain't never done this before. So I've been a creative guy like that. For, like, for sure. He's so sure. effing good. <laughs> right. There, there's also, if I could play devil's advocate a little bit, mm-hmm. the second round, the conference finals would see some, James Harden's and some Kawhi Leonard's and Paul Mm -hmm. George's and those types of guys. I don't think with a huge layoff, having one guy that you need to defend, who's really effing good. Mm -hmm. I think that there may be some advantage to that, right? Like get you prepped for that as opposed to, you know, the, the eight seed type teams that who have some guy, you know, number one options that are, that are really good as well, depending on who who they are. Um, I, I don't think any of them quite, quite do that to the same degree i'm still pretty bummed that they didn't reseed the teams one through 16 yeah this feels like a pretty big missed opportunity like just because you're looking at like the one thing they've always been reluctant to reseed everybody because of has been travel right Mm -hmm. but that's completely taken care of here so let's see if your first round like if the if the uh, first round is significantly more exciting with a one through 16 seam seed, seeding like that. Like, cool. We have something to build on moving forward. I, I personally, I just, it, and also because the Lakers would probably have to go up against like Brooklyn or something like that. And then, you know, you look at who Brooklyn's going to be taken there and I would prefer to play Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I mean that, that I just, the idea of like a Lakers Celtics non-finals rubbed me a little the wrong way. And then again, just, this is already odd, you know, no need to, to make it stranger. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have a huge objection to it, but I like that they, that they didn't do that. It's not an NBA or it's not a headline here from sober screen, but there was a bit of a conversation lately about the asterisk conversation, right? The what now? Like, like, and whether or not there should be an asterisk on this championship. Mm-hmm. Can we, can we stop with that already? Can we just, we don't have, like, we don't have to have that conversation, especially before this thing starts, right? Like, bro, they can, they can, they can call whatever they want, right? Like they can put an asterisk on the NBA trophy for all I care (laughs) on the ring. (laughs) I really don't care if you think this is a valid championship or not, right? We're going to try to get it. And anybody who gets it will have gone through more obstacles to get there and had to navigate more. And it would have been more difficult. I think doc Rivers said this today, right? Like this is going to be one of the hardest championships that there are. Giannis made a comment about this as well. Uh, And whoever wins, it should be applauded and, and should be, you know, celebrated for doing it is it like any other championship no that doesn't but really no two of them are the same just as i don't think toronto's championship was an asterisk asterisk championship because durant and and clay got hurt right that's part of basketball and Mm -hmm. this is something that is affecting everybody every team is affected by this you got to be adaptable that's part of being successful in the playoffs this is just a very very extreme version of that same principle it just it feels way too early to talk about it. Like it'd be one thing. All right. So if we get there and it is just so weird, right. And games are being won like 82 to 83 and 
and you have several superstars drop out, right? So like Giannis doesn't play in the finals and LeBron doesn't play in the finals and it winds up being Lakers bucks and the Lakers win against a Giannis and Chris Middleton less bucks team. Why with like Anthony Davis and LeBron James out too. Like, I don't know. Like I would, it's not that I wouldn't care any less about the championship, but at least they're like, there's a conversation to be had about it. But right now, before we even get this thing going, before we know what this even looks like, it just feels, I mean, it, it felt like a two, a Wednesday on Twitter, which was kind of nice to be completely honest. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, nice true. to be like, Hey, here's this stupid conversation that can no, that's like, a thing. take like, my brain away from this for, bro, for like we 15 have, minutes. We have stupid conversations on Twitter when everything's normal and great. Right. Yeah. You know, we like, have stupid conversations on this show. Yes, we do. And, <laughs> and you know, it is a Wednesday on, you know, what, after like freaking four months without basketball, yeah, yeah I'm going to cut, cut people some slack for, they need to get out there, fire off them takes, man, about yeah. the validity of this championship. I just don't agree. And I don't like have at your opinion. I just mm-hmm. don't care about it that much. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, <laughs> let them get their takes off. But I just want you guys to know, I don't give a... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, go have fun. Like, you can, you can call it whatever you want to. I do not care. All right. Let's take another quick second here. When we come back, uh, I think you guys will enjoy this next conversation. All right. This isn't the, the conversation I was I was planning. Like, I was getting everybody ready for but... I started watching Legend of Korra, like the sequel to mm-hmm. Avatar. Have you watched it at all? I've started to watch it too, and it's yeah, it's a rougher watch. It takes a little longer to get going, and like the storylines, there isn't the same gravity to to the story. But uh, but I did find it interesting. I don't know where you are in it, but Bloodbending makes a return. Oh, I'm not that far. I think I'm oh. four episodes in, maybe five. Well, when you get there, it's not that big of a teaser right. or whatever but when you get there uh you're gonna do the i told you so dance and i'm just i'm just letting you know I've, i already have my my takes to give you in response okay i'll have to get there for, uh, forgive me for not being being there yet it's the i feel like so avatar was interesting in two different ways right mm-hmm. is there was the personal the personal development of the of the kids and the characters right it's yeah. kind of this coming of age story of of both so for example ang right he's mm-hmm. an airbender and the so that makes the element that's naturally hardest for him most difficult for him to bend is earth mm-hmm. and toff t- teaches him about being the importance of being direct and standing his his ground right and yeah. sturdy when that you know you could apply that to uh it, there, there's something about earth bending that can be applied to how to live your life right mm-hmm. and that's that's there's all sorts the of balance between earth and you know and the balance between the different types of people and mm-hmm. people there are and the different types of skills that people have and what they bring to the table and understanding that everybody's valuable is, is something that uh that that show very much tries to mm-hmm. and and then there's the it's very interesting about how like the fire nation develops its war technology and mm-hmm. it's like why each each nation is its own way of being i feel like legend of Korra keeps a lot of that and so the again i'm five episodes in maybe and so the um the the guy who's taking away everyone's bending or that the the cult mm-hmm. leader guy mm-hmm. he um 
that's a really interesting storyline to me and just the whole like how people would push back against bending in general but yeah. the people i feel like are really poorly written on the show so like i don't care about the characters nearly as much as i did in avatar at least so far yeah no i would agree with that even even being further into the show that like it's a lot easier basically for me the way i gauge things is cuz i watch most of these shows while I'm watching Avery, mm-hmm. you know, and if I feel the need to, when I'm either going to like fix Avery a bottle or put her down for a nap or change her diaper or something like that, if I feel the need to pause it before I go do something like that, that's when I know it's a good show. Right. But if I, if I leave the room and then remember, ah, crap, I, I didn't pause it, but then, and then also don't even like <laughs> rewind even to, to pick up where that's, that's kind of where I'm at with Legend of Korra. It's like, it's, it's, it's good background noise. It's tremendously well presented. Like I actually, I actually like the presentation because it's newer. It's in HD. I like the music more um, from, from Legend of Korra, but I like the score. Do you, do you, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's actually have the conversation we were previewing. Uh, this is from Christian, and he writes, and uh, I guess it's Rivalry Week for, for Rivalry Week for uh, SB Nation. And he's writing, enjoy the Lakers Clippers rivalry while it's here. And I can we find a different word? Yeah, I mean, it's a potential rivalry, sure, but. Like right now, it's it's like maybe like budding rivalry or it, it is. I mean, they're kind of like staring at each other across the hallway type thing, right? But yeah, like we got to actually play them and go through some some things, right? We got it's the first game back, right? The, mm-hmm. It's going to be on the thirtieth against the Clippers. Um, that will be strange for a multitude of reasons. I will not put a whole lot of stock in however that game turns out. Um, but we had some battles, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they beat us. They beat us legit on opening night. They beat us. We freaking gave the Christmas day game away. I had to watch that game so many times to, to <laughs> like crazy. I, like I have, I have strongly held opinions about the Christmas day game and it is, it, it really pissed me off and don't get fired. No, no, no. It's fine. It's just like the, the, the Clippers, the way the Clippers came back on us uh, was that, that one stung like the way, yeah. way we lost that it's game. the kind of game you can't watch sports center for a few days after. Right. Exactly. And then I'm like, you know, everywhere I'm working, like, Oh yeah, we're going to need something on the Lakers Clippers. I'm like, fuck, I got to want to like, I don't want to watch this game again, you know, like, and again yeah. and again. Yeah. Uh, but, and then the Lakers had a, you know, had an arm's distance win that was comparable to the opening night win mm-hmm. on the, the last time that they played. And so it, the Clippers are up to one, um, but it's been very close. It's been very mm-hmm. close on, on both ends. And so it, you can definitely see it on the horizon, the idea that there's a rivalry and there were some really good games in the regular season, but we ain't there yet. Yeah, I think I would phrase it, and it's only a headline, right? So, and I, I haven't read Christian's thing, but uh, the way I would phrase it, I wouldn't say, like, don't take the rivalry for granted. I would say, like, welcome the rivalry as soon as it happens. Like, if they play mm-hmm. a playoff series, right? You've been dying for this. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah. freaking go. Like, let's, let's, you know, let's fully welcome this thing. As weird as the setting might be, 
you know, and, and as weird as everything else surrounding it is going to be as weird as it is to just have like the Clippers be relevant, right? That, that in and of itself is like a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, as if they do play in a playoff series like that, that should be, that should kind of open the door to the first like true chapter of this rivalry, this quote unquote rivalry. Like let's actually, because they are going to play with stakes. Like there, there's, there's no way if they play in the playoffs this year, it's not going to play for. It's not going to be in the first round. It's not even probably going to be in the second round. So if they play, it's going to be in a conference final, and whoever wins that series, you know, has a legitimately great chance of winning a championship. So like there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's plenty of of heft and and wait to this thing so as it happens as soon as it happens that's you know i'm just gonna go full bore piss off clippers fans whenever i can uh be you know play play the small business you know and, and under, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> underdog card like that that's all coming that's all coming uh i just don't think i, I would have phrased the headline a little differently if i was writing that article yeah you should tell because it's been I mean, he listens. I mean, he might listen. I don't know if he listens. I haven't found out yet if Ali listens. Yeah. His name I remember this time. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, proud of you, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I. So you're saying that even if they play in that one series, you're not sure even yet it's a... No, it's a no, no. Oh, no. It's starting. If they play in the series, yeah, it's definitely yeah. starting. I'm just saying, like, you sign the guy that we wanted to sign, and then we play a few regular season games that and it like I see it on the horizon. And if we play a series, you know, it'd be in the second round or the conference finals, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're, you're starting to get the, the first little, uh, the buddings, the, the buds on the budding rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, the, the amount of passive aggressiveness that I've seen between the two fan bases has been kind of, or was one of the more annoying things earlier mm-hmm. on this year. So I would just, if they do play in that series, just like let go of the passiveness and just get full bore aggressiveness. Like, let's just go. They're still figuring Twitter out. They've only been on there since July, 2019. So (laughs) give them some time and some slack. Do you think like, do you think they get their Twitter icons from like tickets at work too? Like, do you think? (laughs) I I, I think that's the extent to which I can fire off my, my (laughs) shit talking. So. Like, do you think, do you think they all have to like tweet their stuff from like Microsoft devices? Oh yeah. They definitely got PCs on the, at the Clippers office. Right. Yeah. And no Mac, no Mac laptops or anywhere going yeah. around there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for this episode before we get Pete truly fired. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a minefield every show with you. It's so much fun. Like I could actually see you like contorting and like figuring these things out. It's a lot of fun, but Hey, this is what you get for like being a superstar. You get, you get, you get, you get poked and prodded every so often. (laughs) All right. Head on over to (laughs) rockauto.com. Right in locked on for how they, how we found that website. Hey, also some good news. Built Bar, we actually helped them sell out of their entire first round of inventory. So 
We Those are, are actually good. Like they're legit good. Yes, yeah. they they very much are. So uh, as soon as as soon as they restock their inventory and they tell us what's coming next uh, for our our partnership with them, they're they're thrilled with with the amount of support that we gave them. So shouts to you guys. Thank you guys a ton for that. Uh, but but yeah, for for the sake of this show, head on over to RockAuto.com and write in locked on to how we found that site. Have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.